0: Hello, this is David, and you're listening to In the Background. Hello to anyone listening. I'll be reading from Romans chapter 12. I'm just going to start at the beginning. There's, I want to break this down into like two or three different things uh, that I was, it was on my heart. So, I appeal to you therefore, brethren, this is Romans 12, by the mercies of God to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. A short little section, but very, very powerful in my opinion. Um, Obviously, I want to talk about the second verse. Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Too often... Are we as Christians, we're tempted to have one foot in the world, one foot in the in the church, in, in the gospel. The world must have no part of our lives. Now, when I say that, I don't mean like, you know, I don't mean like you can't be involved anything in the world. But what it's saying here is there's a, There is a spiritual side to life where I can do as the world does, you know, like there are times where I want to repay anger for anger, blah, 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 you know, like the whole shebang, revenge, things like that. There's a way that the world does things. There's a way that the world does relationships. There's a way that the world does business. There's a way that the world does family. And all of them have been left wanting, in my opinion. Marriages, in general, um, I mean, divorce is very prevalent. I'm not saying that if you got divorced, shame on you. I'm just saying it's a prevalent thing that happens in life, um, in and out of the church. Um, The thing is that in the church, you see that the divorce rate is almost just as high As it is in the world. And this verse here. Is challenging us that. We are to be. Separate from the world. Spiritually. It says right here. What is holy and acceptable to God. Which is your spiritual worship. There is a natural. Way of life. And there is a spiritual way of life. But we need to. Realize that we have at times a carnal mind, like we have a flesh that we are constantly needing to cut off, to deal with. Um, that's why it says here, present your bodies as a living sacrifice in the same way that the Lord sacrificed himself to have eternal life or to, to be raised from the dead for, for the forgiveness of our sins. We need to crucify our flesh and our ties with the natural world in the Spirit. You know, when it comes to life, there's a lot of things that happen in life we don't do business how other people do business i'm not trying to cheat my customers when i when i do things for them i'm trying to have integrity in all aspects of my life when i watch movies when i listen to music i, I that's a hard one for me because there's just a lot of trash everywhere everywhere you look there's trash I always felt like what your eyes take in is what's kind of comes out of you. What that's it. If you're around, uh, I guess pardon my French type deal. Pardon, uh, uh, if you're around a lot of crap, it's not good for you, and that's all you can really give back, so to speak. But be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God. You're not going to be able to seek what the Lord's will is for your life unless you transform your mind, your spirit, your soul. Everything about you needs to change. When the old man is done with, he needs to be booted out the door. Now obviously we still deal with our flesh, but... How am I supposed to figure out what the will of the Lord is if I'm playing back and forth with the world and Christ and my Christian walk? You can't. That's what that verse is saying there. We are supposed to present our bodies a living sacrifice and crucify our tie with the world so that we can discern and test, Lord, what is your will for my life? What do you want me to do? Where do you want me to go? Too often we would just read this, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the new renewal of your mind. People take that very lightly. But the Christian walk is a day-to-day continual thing. From here until the end of time, from from now until the day I die, I have a walk and a narrow road to go on. You know, the longer I'm a Christian, the more narrow the road gets. That doesn't mean I just stop doing, you know, I'm not going to play golf anymore. That's what the world does. That's not what the Bible is talking about at all. There is a spiritual narrow road where it's like, I want to live for Christ. I'm going to leave that out of my life. There is a lot of things in the natural world that are not of the Lord. And it is our job as a Christian, our duty to continually Make sure we're on a narrow road. And if we have verged off, no problem. Come back on. The Bible says if you go down the broad road and keep going down it, there's death. Now, I'm not trying to get into a topic of once and for all save salvation type thing. I have my personal conviction about it. But I do believe it is a continual walk. And in my own conviction, there is no... I cannot backslide. I want to stay on the narrow road and I want to walk. And as it gets a little tight, it gets a little harder. And I'm like walking sideways like I need to be paper thin because the convictions that continue to come in my life are from me seeking the Lord and me and and, and myself I'm trying to seek, Lord, what do you want me to get rid of? What don't I need in my life anymore? Is it this music? Is it reading these books? Is it watching these movies? The Lord can't use me until I'm free of a lot of things that the world has a a a grip in my life. There are things for me to grow spiritually and be a mature Christian that need to be done with now obviously the lord has grace for us so as we're walking and as he's convicting us it still takes an action to say i'm not going to watch that anymore i'm not going to read that anymore i'm not going to do this anymore you know what lord i've spent too much time on that that's part that's like my god right now where i find my peace is in golfing or going paddle boarding or swimming or whatever it is i'm not saying all oh, that's bad but when it becomes a god in your life it's replacing it's replacing the lord it's replacing so there there are things in our lives that do need to be dealt with that the lord says you need to stop this and it's not that a fire and brimstone needs to come down on you for some guy or you know saying you need to stop doing this that's of the devil it's like that's not what it's about the holy spirit will speak to you in your conviction you just need to listen to him as you're walking the narrow road, as you're seeking the Lord. You'll start to feel it. It's going to be a revelation. It's not going to just come because you see. Well, this brother stopped watching that. I'm going to stop watching that. That's not how God works. That's not how spirituality works. That's not how Christianity works. You know, so many times there's like a few times people are like, you know, Christianity, being a Christ follower, is not a religion. It's not a practice. It's a daily life. It's it's a life-altering decision. It's a life. It it everything about my life came became more complicated when I became a Christian, because now there's an old man inside of me that has to die. There's a flesh. Paul says you must crucify the flesh daily. Jesus said, pick up your cross daily and follow me. He didn't say, oh one time you need to pick it up, believe in me, and then that you just go out and walk. Don't do bad things. It is a daily walk with continual changes and growing and disciplines that need to come into my life as a Christian. And that spiritual change and spiritual growth will go spill over into your finances, into your home management, into your business. A lot of times when I meet people who are kind of all over with life, even if they're well off, they got all these issues. It's because they have lost their one true love, which is Christ. If I am following Christ, I'm not going to want to be selfish. I'm not going to want to cheat people out of money with my business. If I'm following Christ, I want to be a better husband, a better father. I'm meant to represent at some point, I don't have any kids yet, but when I become a father, I'm... I'm here to represent the Lord. I'm not perfect. Obviously, there's things that need to change in my life still. If the the Lord and Christ is working in my life and I'm crucifying my flesh, I'm going to be a different husband to my wife. I'm going to help more around the house. I'm going to be more disciplined because it spills over. It's... You know, when you look at serving the Lord, when you look at Christianity, there's two things I really feel like that are just important. It's a humility and it's a servanthood, being a servant. You know, when I'm in someone else's home, I want to, you know serve them because they're having me when people are in my home i want to serve them i want to help it's an overflow of the holy spirit working in my life of christ working in my life i'll tell you years ago i'm trying to remember i was just thinking of something that happened today where i was like doing something but i used to never do it like i think it was dishes or so i don't remember what it was but i was just like helping with this and i was like i never ever i think okay this is what it was i, I lived somewhere and this lady would ask me to walk her dog and I was just like, I don't want to walk the dog, but I was, staying, I was living in her house, so I was like, I walk the dog. But now, when people ask me for help, I'm like, don't even, I don't even think about it twice. But that comes from a spiritual discipline in my life of being a servant, of, 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 of humility. That's the other thing, when it comes to speaking to other people about their walks with Christ or uh, Christianity or um, uh, you know, even meeting new people like n- non-believers, there needs to be the most important, let will say it's the most important, but one of the most important aspect for a Christian is humility. So, in that being it, um, May everybody stays humble and I will try to do so myself.